Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hyosung Innoviews podcast. We really appreciate you tuning in, and I'm sure you noticed as you clicked on today's episode, but Hyosung just got a makeover and a rebrand. We are now Hyosung Innoview, and uh, you're listening to this podcast either on Inspired Retail or Inspired Banking. However, we have new names for our podcast as well. You might be listening to this on uh, retail experiences or on banking experiences, but regardless, Hyosung is now Hyosung Innoview, and that means we have a new generation of content coming your way to explore innovations, trends, technologies that are shaping the larger banking industry. So thank you so much for joining us. Again, I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And before we jump into today's conversation points, I want to make sure that you've got access to all of our previous Hyosung and Hyosung Interview content. So make sure that you're heading to our website, hyosunginterview.com. Again, that's Hyosung, I-N-N-O-V-U-E.com for previous episodes of the show, as well as other articles, blogs, uh, videos, white papers, you name it. More information on our solutions and services as well. You can also subscribe to either of our podcasts, retail experiences or banking experiences on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll have a full catalog of our previous conversations as well as notifications when we drop new thought leadership with the Hyosung team. So, Again, big rebrand, right? Our shows are uh, getting a makeover, and our entire brand is refocusing as well. And with that, what we wanted to do was really delve deep on Hyosung Interviews' uh, fresh ethos. And the title of today's podcast is Leveraging Brand to Make, Actively Make, Memorable Customer Experiences. So what do we mean by that, right? Well, let's think about the greats, Apple, Disney, REI and Patagonia, right? Even Subaru, Coors, right? What makes their brands impactful? Of course, they have quality media, they have quality products, quality advertising, but they also have an ecosystem of community and they have an ecosystem that is fostered around creating a positive, memorable experience through people that engage with their products. And that is based on a foundation of a strong brand image and message. So what we wanted to do is discuss from a Hyosung perspective, how does this translate to intentional and memorable customer experiences, right? Having a strong brand. And how can brands of all kinds, not just B2C juggernauts, put these strategies to work to make memorable customer experiences? So we're going to discuss all of that by looking internally at Hyosung Interview's strategies and um, the impacts of their strategies to create memorable customer experiences. And to do so, we're sitting down today with Hyosung Interviews marketing guru, Mr. Brad Nolan. He's executive vice president and chief marketing officer at Hyosung Interview. Brad, welcome to your first episode of the show. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you, Daniel, for having me. You know, it's a pleasure sitting down with you today, um, you know, getting to unpack this rebrand for Hyosung Interview uh, and also your strategy. I mean, as leading up the marketing effort, what does that mean to you strategically, but also more intrinsically, right? How does this uh, brand change? communicate in your messaging and in creating positive customer experiences. So that's what we'll be breaking down today. To start, I think we got to pick your brain and um, you know get more of your perspective on marketing strategy and marketing know-how. So if you could, for our audience, explain your view on brand power and why you see it as important, right? I guess give us, give us your marketing perspective there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you take a step back, brand is so much more than a than a company name 
uh, a color palette, uh, a set of logos, right? Uh, it's bigger, it's broader. It, it really defines the soul of the company, right? What the company does, why they do it. Um, and, and brand can be very powerful in the, in the, in the marketplace. Uh, obviously, it can help differentiate uh, uh, companies, especially in a highly competitive uh, market. Um, a strong brand can create uh, long-lasting relationships with uh, customers. Uh, it can enable and foster trust uh, uh, with customers. Um, you know, a, a strong brand will, will get a company through the good times and the bad. It will, you know, help a company win in a price war. It'll help a company thrive during a, a, a recession. Uh, if you will, and you know, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, brand uh, is, is the thing that uh, makes a customer feel good about paying uh, three times more for the same cup of coffee, right? Yes. It's, it, it's not about the cup of coffee, it's about the experience. Right. Now, one key thing I want to point out is brand is not just external facing, right? It's as much about internal as it is external, right? right? The way I look at it is brand defines who that company is, not just for uh, customers, but for the employees. Uh, and it really widens the aperture, if you will, of what that company is meant to do and how to do it. And it frees uh, uh, employees to, to be innovative and to think big thoughts and, and that type of stuff. And what you'll see is, uh, and you see this with a number of the companies that you referenced at, at the onset of the, the question, but employees will rally around an effective brand, right? They'll rally around a cause. They don't rally around a job. So if you want to motivate uh, employees, if you want to get them excited, if you want them to stretch themselves, you got to start with your brand. I think that's spot on. Um, and I, I'm glad you highlight that brand is, is much more than just the most easily uh, associated aspects of brand, the marketing assets, right? Yeah. Um, it speaks to something more intrinsic. Um, I, I love this word. I'm going to use it a lot today. The ethos, right? It speaks a lot more to the vision and impact that a company or a brand seeks to have. And then when you understand that and you can see it in action, I think that is the best representation of what a brand's true effect really is and what its purpose and strategy is as well. And so thank you for breaking down your perspective on that. Now, if you had to apply that to Hyosung, mm -hmm. Hyosung interview, right? What does brand mean at the company? Right? Uh, both to you as, as leadership at the company, but then also if you have to take a step back and see brand in practice across, you know, beyond the marketing department, right? Um, and, and really that intrinsic um, connective tissue across the company. Yeah, uh, uh, great question. Broad question. Yes, let's, indeed. Let's, let's start. Um, we'll, we, we'll start picking away at it slowly yeah, but surely. Pick, let's pick it away at it. So, um, yeah, so we uh, actually kicked off a journey uh, just over a year ago to, to really define redefine who we are as a company from the inside and out, right? Uh, so it wasn't a rebranding project. It was a who the heck are we project. And, um, you know, if you look at our history as an ATM company, as a technology company, uh, uh, our key differentiators in the marketplace have been uh, the fact that we are you know, highly innovative in engineering and our willingness to partner uh, with our customers to develop and deliver unique solutions to the marketplace. Um, and, and that platform really propelled us. In, in, in the late 90s, we virtually invented the, the retail ATM market. 
uh, here in the US. Uh, a decade later, we began dominating in, in the banking sector. But at the end of the day, you know, the world continues to evolve. And this is one thing I always like to, to key in on. Um, the world is changing and it's not company-led, it's consumer-led. Mm. Consumers are redefining how they do their day-to-day. -day. You know, they're redefining how they, they bank, they work, they, they live, they shop, they play, et cetera. And, and the pandemic has only accelerated that pace of change. Yes. And so we look at it as, you know, as a company, we can, we can you know, stand by idly, follow along, help support them in their endeavors, or we can leapfrog, right? And we can help make new experiences. We can help create that change. And that's really the, the, the path that we're now going down. I'm curious too, you know, as a brand begins to reinvent itself, um, Kyosung has a, uh, an established legacy. Um, and like you mentioned, uh, and like we've covered in previous episodes, um, the kind of self-service innovations that you've brought to the market have had a huge impact, yep. right? And so there's something curious about evolving a brand where you want to, um, you know, both acknowledge the impact that the brand has already had on communities that it serves uh, and also acknowledge legacy while also not being stuck in the past sure. and being able to look ahead and say, well, we want whatever this brand refresh to be, like we want it to communicate something forward-looking, not something that's just resting on its laurels or on its, its already established foundations. So how do you perceive that strategy in action, right? How does a company like Hyosung go about reinventing itself in the Hyosung interview? And what does that mean when it comes down to the nitty-gritty of, uh, you know, how do we maintain our legacy mm -hmm. while also look forward um, with something fresh? Yeah, I mean, th that's the trick. Right. right, it's not like you dive behind the curtain and come out and you're, you know, something suddenly. There's a different. mustache on right. That, right? There's a mustache, right? <laughs> and the sunglasses. Don't forget the sunglasses. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, you have to create the connective tissue back to your foundation and who you are, right? right? And the fact that where you've been now positions you to move forward in, in new and bigger directions. Uh, but if you don't, if you don't, like I said before, open that aperture, right? Uh, human nature is to kind of stick with what you've been doing. Sure. And and so if, if we can demonstrate just to our own employees, we put the market aside for a second, but our own employees, how what we've done in the past now gives us a position to elevate, to think bigger, to think broader, to go outside of banking, uh, to go direct to consumer, uh, that's the key. Um, but it also starts with, uh, um, and I think you and I talked earlier about, you know, a, a frame of reference, right? right? So. Uh, when we kicked off this, this project to kind of reinvent ourselves, we started with a, what we call a frame of reference, which is a simple statement about uh, you know, who we are, what we do, how we do it, and most importantly, why we do it. Right. Right? And so, uh, now keep in mind, this is wet paint here, so I'm going so to try and recite it exactly at our, our, our frame of reference. Sure. But Hyosung uh, Interview is a global human experience maker. Uh, bridging the physical and virtual worlds. Uh, we do this by harnessing our unique combination of a, uh, the soul of a manufacturer as well as an innovator's mindset uh, to deliver uh, new platforms and ideas and solutions and so forth, uh, all in support of bettering uh, customers' day-to-day -day interactions and, and journeys. And so what you heard in there was that harnessing our unique combination of uh, a manufacturer's soul. 
right? That, that harkens back to our beginnings. Yes. But it's then that innovator's mindset that's now propelling us forward. So we're not, we're not leaving uh, the, the, the manufacturing piece. That's core to who we are. Right. But what we're doing is we're growing that. And I know that you worked with um, a global brand development firm to look inward as you began that process, right? And, and conduct a lot of interviews and drive discussion with, um, with internal uh, stakeholders yep. uh, to make sure that that statement, right, that you just gave so eloquently perfectly captured where the company was heading and, uh, you know, was phrased in such a way that it involved those stakeholders and made them feel like a passionate part of that vision. Walk us through what that process looked like and what those conversations looked like, right, as you engage those internal stakeholders. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was, and it was internal and external, Oh, right? great, okay, yeah. So literally conducted uh, hundreds of interviews internally and externally uh, and, you know, to, to get a view of both inside out and outside in how we're viewed as a company, who, yeah. who we are, right? Uh, what it is that we do and again, you know, what, why we do it. Um, we, we use that, that uh, feedback to, to really define who we think we are as a company and who we think we want to be, as well as focusing in just on our core capabilities as they exist today uh, and as they'll exist tomorrow, right? right? Um, one of the, the, the really interesting pieces of feedback that, that we received through the process, and this came by way of some of the customers that we deal with, and they said, well, if there's one thing that somebody should know about Hyosung, you know, what is it? And it, they said, well, and we heard this unanimously, it's uh, there's so much more to Hyosung that you don't understand. Um, we are much more than, a, than an ATM company or even a financial services, you know, fintech company. Right. Uh, it's just because... I mentioned the, the rebrand, right? But we've already started the process of shifting in this new direction with some new products and services and everything else. So really what the rebrand is doing is catching up with the messaging to the employees and yes. catching up with the messaging to the market. Which almost makes the job somewhat easier, right, with that rebrand, right? It's more of aligning the company with how your stakeholders already perceive the company. Um, that sounds like it was an exciting challenge, uh, but also one that... Uh, you know, you could take that feedback and apply it almost immediately and not necessarily guarantee, but you could expect that it would be well-received because that is uh, being molded to match where your stakeholders already see the direction and the impact of the company. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're spot on there, uh, especially with, you know, our existing customer base. It's accustomed to working with us and you know, just our overall approach to uh, designing experiences and solutions. Yeah. I think the trick becomes getting the word out uh, to those we haven't worked with before that simply know us as, oh, you're the company that makes those ATMs that sit at the bank branches and, and so forth. And so so now, you know, as we talk about things like brand activation, it's, it's getting that new, fresh message out to the marketplace. So, you know, I, again, I, I really like the new messaging being focused on experience first and foremost. Because that captures um, you know, not only an acknowledgement of the experience economy driving change and opportunity and competitive edges in and, and basically every industry, um, but also that the end result of how the customer, whether that's a B2B or a B2C customer, engages with your product, that is the true test of you know, when they walk away from using our machine or uh, when a banking professional you know, finishes their day and had a positive interaction with our um, suite of solutions, you know, what does that mean for them? Did they have a 
experience that they will take away, you know, whether it was uh, conscious or subconscious, mm -hmm. right, that leaves a positive association with that brand. And so I, I love experience being the uh, front and center now of the rebrand. I'm curious what the result has been so far with this change, right? Um, as you went through that process, you did all those interviews, uh, and you crafted Hyosung Interview, uh, where did you... Like, wh where did you land with all of those conversations? And then how has it already started to create some positive domino effects, either internally or externally, from whoever knows, right? I know it's rather fresh. Yeah. Very very fresh, yes. but <laughs> we, we are already starting to see the uh, the fruit blossom, if you will. You know, it, it, it's created a uh, uh, rethinking of our own product lineup, right? Uh, and, and how we refer to things and, and, and talk about experiences and that type of stuff. Uh, case in point, um, we met with a, a retail CEO of a, a top 10 financial institution uh, just a few weeks back, mm. right? And we started, we didn't start out with, hey, check out the new ATM, right? Or look what we did to our software or this or that, or here, let me pull open the door and show you how this works. What we said is, because we know what the headaches that, that, that these financial institutions face are in terms of cash management within branches. So we started out and said, imagine an experience whereby your employees never have to touch cash, right? Right, which means you know less stress and anxiety for those tellers. Uh, it means less, you know, operational overhead, operational losses, fraud losses. You know, there's there's a domino effect tied to employees touching cash. What if we could create an experience whereby they don't touch cash? So that's the experience. Now the technology supports and helps to drive that experience along with processes and whatnot. But it, it's leading with that experience. And that, that retail CEO, it, that resonated with him, he got it, right? Versus us, you know, check this out, check that out, whatever. So right. it's, it's really understanding the friction points in the environment and leading with experience that, that we can help solve for and, and create. Uh, I want to get a little more insight on just the name itself. What's the meaning behind InnoView um, as an addendum now to the Hyosung brand? Um, I guess just like give me the the uh, spelling bee breakdown of the word, right? But then also the um, the in practice vision of how you see that uh, rebrand fulfilling that experience maker um, uh, vision and ethos that you're hoping to achieve for the company. Yeah. So um, uh, and we went through again working with the the, the branding agency a, a number of different. Uh, possibilities, combinations, this, that, whatever. But the, the thing that stuck and, and really resonated was uh, the word, uh, the brand, InnoView, uh, it, which really represents uh, innovation and vision, mm. right? And, and that's, that's our value that we believe we're bringing to the marketplace. That's what's going to enable us to deliver these new and, and differentiated uh, experiences. The other thing is, you know, InnoView means innovation for you. Right, so it's a constant reminder of what drives and propels our company and who we're delivering these experiences for. But you know, at the end of the day, Interview is a platform. It's it's a reminder to our employees that you know we're no longer just Hyosung. We're Hyosung Interview, uh, and our focus is on experience, right? And and that's and and that will then permeate to to how we conduct ourselves day in and day out. Right. When we're talking about a new business venture, we're, we're leading with, well, what's the experience we're trying to create? Right. Uh, when we're measuring our employees, right, it, it, it's about measurement of the experiences and, and so forth. So uh, it, it really is changing the, the, the DNA of the company. In fact, the code word for the 
the project was Project DNA. So love it. Yeah, love it. On the nose, but I think it's correct because it is uh, just such an acknowledgement that this whole project has been, like you said, recapturing what is Hyosung as a company, what is in you know uh, our fiber as a company, and what really uh, creates value for our end users and. I think you captured it perfectly in the new ethos, which again is Hyosung Interview. It's a global human experience maker, right? There's obviously more there, but that human experience maker, I think really stands out to me um, because it implies a very active, very proactive relationship with um, the audiences and the um, uh, communities yep. that you serve. So. Break that term down for me, right? When we say uh, a global human experience maker, what does that mean to you in practice? Well, I mean, so I, I love the word maker, yeah. right? Um, you know, they do, it's funny because we were playing with, you know, different taglines, whatever, and right. one was, you know, bringing experiences to life. And I was like, well, we don't bring. Bring is something you do to, you bring a roommate to a party, right? Sure, right, right. <laughs> you, you, you bring milk home, whatever. <laughs> but you know, we 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 make experiences, yeah. and and so really, making is all about uh, customer centric entrepreneurship, right? Making sits at the confluence of uh, the physical, the digital, the hardware, the software, right? That's the building blocks, but it's ultimately about making this really cool experience, if you will. And you know, I I brought them up earlier, um, Disney. I yes. feel like they are one of the uh, you know perfect examples of an experience maker. I'm curious if you could expand on either them or a different example, um, but just a brand that you see out there that also captures that vision well, and that either you know y'all drew some inspiration from, or that is at least uh, you know something that our audience can take away as this is what it means to be an experience maker in practice, right? Yeah. Look at how this brand is doing it. So, you know, I, like others, have studied, you know, Disney for a long time, and, you know, they are obviously top shelf. And insofar as one of my favorite things about the company is that they refer to all of their employees, uh, whether it's the people in the parks or the people in the accounting department or the people picking up trash, uh, not as employees, but as uh, cast members, right? Because they're all participating in the experience. And if you take a look at uh, Disney parks, right, every single thing that happens in the park is deliberate and by design. It, it's intentional and it's focused on creating value not only for customers, but for the employees as, as, as well. Yeah. And if you think about it, like from the moment a, a customer enters the park and, and, and taps their magic band or their phone, right? Uh, seamlessly kind of walking through to kind of planning out their day using the mobile app, re, re, uh, reserving their, their uh, spot in line for Space Mountain, right? Or uh, figuring out and, and dinner planning and, and whatnot. It's just kind of all seamless, right? Having it pop up so you know where you can go find Mickey or Pluto or this person or that right. person. It's just, it's phenomenal. And even the waiting experience, right? So if, you know, your, your, your standard amusement park, you, you got wait, 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 wait. And then you got that 20 second thrill ride, right? right? Disney's different. The wait is part of the thrill ride. So, you know, a couple years ago, uh, my family and I went down uh, and we were at uh, uh, Epcot and got, saw the new Star Wars exhibit, which is off the hook. Galaxy's right? Edge? Yes. Yes. Uh, I am dying to go. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, quote unquote, worth the wait. Yeah, okay, um, cool. But, uh, but seriously, 
the whole time you're you're waiting in line, you're surrounded by holograms, and it's, it's building this story so that by the time you get to, I guess, what you would call the actual ride, it's it's a seamless togetherness, if you will. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, the key is, again, that Disney started out with an experience and then leveraged the technology to help enable it. And that also speaks to something that I think uh, Hyosung does very well, which is... Obviously, you know, you have a suite of software and hardware and technology solutions that achieve goals, but you're not just selling bank branches, ATM machines, right? You are collaborating with them to develop an enhanced, an improved, uh, a never-before-seen experience that creates positive interactions between the professionals and the uh, machines they use, the professionals and their customers, and then uh, Hyosung and the banking professionals. And the experience being first and foremost, and defining that first, then gives way more uh, reason and vision to how to deploy the technology in the first place. Um, do you feel like it was always that way, right? Or do you, do you think that that has come more into focus uh, even just recently? Or how, how do you see that blend playing out for Hyosung, um, especially with this rebranding? You know, it's, it, it is coming more into focus. It's, it's becoming more uh, uh, prominent. Uh, but like I said, there's instances of it in, in, in the past. Yeah. Um, I'll give you an example. So uh, once upon a time when I wasn't at Hyosung, I worked for a major uh, financial institution. Okay. And we partnered with, with Hyosung to create new and differentiated experiences. And nice. one of the things we did is we uh, put newfangled ATM kiosks into the teller lines, right? And the, the the thought was, well, heck, if we're trying to convert customers to self-service and they're accustomed to going to the teller line to transact, let's just put the ATM in the teller line and they'll use the teller line. To... Right. And then we said, and then teller, you, you just continue to stand behind the teller line, right? And if the customer needs help, we'll actually give you a screen on the back of the ATM so you can see what they're doing. You can help them out. So... You know, a couple of weeks into the pilot, we go into the branch to see how things are going. Right. Tellers aren't behind the teller line where we told them to stand. They're out in front of the teller line standing next to the customer. We're like, whoa, what are you doing? You're not following the playbook. You're not following the script. Well, it turns out that they said, well, it's more natural for us to stand shoulder to shoulder with the customer and, and talk to them. Right. We, yeah. th there's a new employee experience where we can actually spend time getting to know the customers because we're not back there doing this behind the, the, the teller line, if you will. So uh, I, I do think that Hyasung, in partnership with... Uh, both banks and retail partners alike, and over time, have done these things. I think what we're now doing is really bringing it together and making it the focus of our, our, our company. Totally. And you know, I think as you do that, um, you know, I had a conversation with your colleague Bill uh, about this, but it, it really expands the horizons too for what kind of solutions you can even offer. Um, you know, I point to uh, companies like Airbnb or Uber, right? I mean, obviously they provide a service, but when you really look at the ecosystem of what they do, you start to define them less as, yeah, they're a rideshare company or mm -hmm. they're a gig economy company. They're more of a logistics company, right? Or they are an experience maker company. Um, and I, I'm curious how you see that playing out now for Hyosung as you become Hyosung Interview. How does that then expand the horizons for what is possible and the kinds of solutions and experiences you can make for your customers and then how that translates to the you know, the services and the technologies that you offer in the first place? Yeah, no, I think that's a, a, a great question. And so 
And, and you mentioned a couple uh, good ones in terms of you know Airbnb and, and Uber. Another one I'll throw out there is Marriott Bonvoy, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Uh, Marriott is not a hotel chain. I, mean, I, I guess it is a hotel chain, but it, it's not a hotel. <laughs> it's chain. not just a hotel. It's chain. not right. just a hotel chain. It's uh, it's a rewards experience, right. right? It's it's all about membership and earning points and free nights and VIP events and and meeting celebrities and this uh, about feeling that you're you're belonging to something, right? And that's what makes it so powerful, right? Um, and that's what helps it you know even stand out against some of its other competitors who yes also have rewards programs, but. Uh, it's they're a rewards company, and and so you know for for Hyosung, you know if we continued down our our legacy path, we'd continue both in the market as well as internally to define ourselves as a as an ATM company, or as a software company, or a technology company, and we have to put on paper right. We are a human experience company. We're a maker of experiences, and by creating that broader definition. Like I said, it, it opens the lens. It, it gives our, our employees permission to think big and, and do things that we haven't done before. So I'm curious then, um, where is Hyosung Interview in their journey to activate this new brand, right? How far along is that brand activation? Who knows about it? Who's getting to experience it in action? Give us the update. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're actually you know, just getting started uh, just recently, you know, went to market with with the messaging there. Spent some time ahead of that with our employees, really helping them understand, uh, training them, bringing them along, and, and and so forth. But the the key is, you know, I don't view activation as a, a one time event, right? Uh, it's continual. Every day we're activating our brand into the marketplace, reminding them of the value that we're creating. Um, you know, in, in 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 doing so, we're really rethinking our our, our business model. Um, you know, we've recast our company mission and values. Uh, we're changing the way we think about how we operate as team members, and, yep. and even the types of people that we hire, how employees are rewarded, those types of things. And again, it's giving us this platform to go to the market with a message to the market about who we are uh, and why we are. And uh, that is exciting to hear. I'm really looking forward to seeing how Kyosung Interview continues to develop in practice and uh, your internal and external stakeholders get to see it in action and live and breathe it and reproduce that vision of being an experience maker. Uh, so we're basically approaching the end of the podcast here. It's been great getting to chat. I want to just look ahead now. I know we've been sort of already chatting about the future, but if you had to look uh, even just over the next year, maybe next five years, right? What's next for Hyosung Interview? How are you now using this rebrand to, uh, you know, lay out some stepping stones that are already in view, but also set up some foundations for stuff that's not even as clearly defined yet that you're hoping to achieve uh, down the line? Yeah, I, I think you're going to see us in a lot more places. Yeah, uh, we're we're really starting to pivot. Uh, and so, you know, whether it is in our traditional spaces like banking or even leaning into retail or, or healthcare, uh, hospitality in the home, right? Yeah. And, and you're going to see this, call it connective tissue in these experiences. You're going to see Hyosung Interview really powering uh, life's day to day interactions, sparking those interactions for uh, customers. And, and that's something that, frankly, we're, we're really excited about. As am I, because I'm looking forward to all the good conversations that are going to come out go. of it. There so you thank you again for your time on the podcast. It's been great again to pick your brain on the vision behind uh, Hyosung Interview, um, how it was developed, seeing it get rolled out, and uh, you know, really unpack how being a, a global human experience maker 
uh, actually reflects in your solutions, your services, your strategy, uh, and your vision for the future. So thank you again to Brad Nolan, Executive Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Hyosung Interview. Thank you for your time on the podcast today. And if folks want to learn more about this rebrand, if they want to get in touch with you, pick your brain a little bit, maybe they want to get in touch to lock in some Hyosung Interview services or solutions. How can they do so? You bet. Uh, you can find us on hyosunginterview.com. Uh, there's a wealth of, of resources around our brand story, uh, as well as how to you know get in contact with us. And who knows, maybe you'll decide you want to join the team. So. Ooh, love that. All right, Brad Nolan, EVP and CMO of Hillsong Interview. Thank you so much for your time. It's really been a pleasure, and um, glad this was our first episode. I'm looking forward to more. You as well. Thanks. Yeah, of course. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Hyosung Interviews podcast. Whether you're listening on retail experiences or banking experiences, we appreciate you tuning in to this update and refresh for Hyosung, now Hyosung Interview. And we're looking forward to having you along for the journey as we break into new markets and bring you some new conversations and new content uh, to understand how that global human experience making drive is uh, manifesting itself in these various industries. So thanks again for tuning in. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And if you like what you heard and saw today and you want previous episodes, head to our website, kyosunginterview.com or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'll catch you on the next episode of Kyosung Interviews Podcast.